Thank you for listening to How It Ends. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash studio. Our tiers start at $1 and all patrons receive early access, ad-free episodes, digital downloads, access to polls, and more. Physical rewards start at $6 and feature exclusive patron-only merch and other perks. You can also visit us at howitendspodcast.com to shop in our merch store or to join our Discord server, where you can chat with us and other fans of the show. It's the only place you'll find exclusive whispers from Micah, Elia, Devin, and Amy. Please enjoy the show. In addition to our general show content warnings, this episode contains scenes that some listeners may find disturbing. Please press pause and review a full list of content warnings at the bottom of this episode's description. Listener discretion advised. This is Micah Jones. You know who we are by now, so I'll spare you introductions. Here's what you need to know. Two years went by and you didn't hear from us. I know some of you thought that we were gone forever, and for that, we're sorry. We've done our best to catch you up, and what we've found is a story bigger than us. Bigger than dreams or nightmares, even bigger than memories. The time for hiding is over, and the only way out is through. We're airing in real time again, and what you'll hear will almost certainly put us in danger, so we need your help. Share this story far and wide, and don't forget to eat at gyms. Listen for whispers. They can try to stop us, but they can't stop all of you. See you on the other side. Thank you for listening. There we go. I suppose it's a little gauche cliche for me to be recording this, but it really has become a theme, hasn't it? So I figure, why not? Nolan liked to record everything too. Maybe it's not cliche. Maybe it's more poetic. You're going to end the way you started. Do you think your friends have figured it out yet? Who I am? It doesn't matter if they do. Ben is just a name. I've used others. Names of people who don't exist. The truth about me is much more interesting. I don't understand. What do you mean? Who are you? Oh, come on now. You can't tell me you don't at least have an idea of who I might be. All this research, investigating, you've become so good at it. There must be a small piece of you that buzzes when I'm around. My voice, my mannerisms, my face. Something must ring a bell. You called me a full year after we had one conversation. 
You couldn't possibly think I am just some stranger. No, uh, no, I don't. I don't know who you are. I, I thought you were a listener. That's all. I swear. A and I called again because I was desperate. I, I needed answers. I oh, uh come on. Fine. You don't want to admit it yet? What day is it? March 20th. We have a fair amount of time together for now. I can wait. Let's talk about you. You used to post a lot on your Instagram. Where you were, what you were doing, what hikes you were on. A few times you even mentioned the feeling of being watched, having eyes on you. Did you ever wonder why that was? Did you? No. No, I, uh... <laughs> Let me ask you, how long have you had that feeling? That I was... That I was... Yes, watched. How long? Um... I mean... I guess most of my life, but it, it, it started when my dad died, you know, um, so many people knew him and, and, and cared about him. So when they saw me, it was, well, what did it feel like? What, what do you, what do you mean? When that feeling washed over you, all eyes on you, I bet you liked it. No, I fucking hated it. Every minute, I just wanted to disappear. Careful what you wish for, yeah? <laughs> Look at you now. It seems you may have gotten what you wanted. And it wasn't hard, you know, keeping tabs on you. What? Oh, yeah. You were right. Eyes were on you. But not because of empathy for your loss or pity I've been watching you for ages you must know that by now I mean come on you're not a stupid little girl anymore Micah careless yes needlessly melancholic probably but you're not stupid this is why I keep asking you if anything about me feels... I told you it doesn't. I don't know you. Maybe it's you who has the wrong person because I don't know you. You're just someone who listened to a podcast I made. I've never seen you before. Please. You, you have. Maybe this will help shake some of those memories loose. How about now? No. 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 <laughs> I re No. <laughs> I thought this would do it. You were the one who took me that day? It, it was you? What even is that fucking mask? What is this? Listen, one thing at a time. You love to drag things out like fucking grieving. Jesus, how long were you going to carry on that way? Poor Micah, no father. So sad, no one understands me. Any anyway, yes, 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 that was... That was me. I had a little help that day, but then it doesn't matter. I was the one who made it happen. I had to see what you knew. What I knew? We really have a lot to discuss. We really, really do. But I have to go now. I'll be back. 
tomorrow, maybe more in a few days. Like I said, we have time. And there's water over there. Drink it and get some rest. I'll see you soon. Morning, Micah. How are we doing today? Sorry, I haven't been here for a bit. I've had other things to handle. My head. Ah, yes. I imagine you have a bit of a headache. Here. Relax. It's just ibuprofen. I picked it up at the gas station this morning. I thought you might need it. Oh, I also got you something to eat. Funny, right? <laughs> I know how much you love those. You already know I listened to the podcast, so I uh, went to your favorite shop, got your order. You really do stick to the same things over and over. I feel like you said that recently. Like, you keep consistent because you don't want to be disappointed. So, everything with cream cheese, just as you like it. I know it's been a few days, but like I said, I've been busy. Oh, guess what I did? I've been chatting with your friends, or rather, as your friends, to those people that listen to your show. They don't like me very much. At first, they assumed it was you and your group, but I got annoyed when they didn't respond to me. So I tried to communicate with them in the way that you all did, with these cryptic messages, image posts. I even gave them this countdown clock. <laughs> some help they are. Although, I did see some concern. They asked if you were okay. If they only knew. Please let me go. Nope. Sorry. I only have a short time to chat today, but I wanted to see if you've made any realizations yet. If you've figured anything out, or are you complete shit without your friends? No? Okay. I'm listening. As if you had any other choice? You're locked in this tiny room and no one knows where you are. So I think the last thing I said was that I had to see what you knew. Luckily enough for me, it really wasn't much. Really wasn't anything at all. You really do have a terrible fucking memory. Here I thought I was going to have to act quickly, but no, just a blank fucking slate. I don't know what you expected. I don't know you. You do! Can I ask you a question? She lives. She has a thought in her head. Sure, ask away. The masks. There is a symbol on them. What is it? What does it mean? <laughs> Good question. But you're getting ahead of yourself. We'll get there. I need you to admit it first. Admit, admit what? That you feel a connection to me. I told you. I don't. Look at me. You can't possibly be this oblivious. Look at my face. Nothing is familiar to you? Ben, don't. See? You don't listen. Days ago, I told you that name Ben is just a name. I've used another that you might recognize. How about Kieran? No. 
Yes. You, you can. Like, can. And I did. It was that easy. I made sure you never met Kieran and Elia. Never met them. You all think you're so smart, but you didn't even notice. Anyway, Kieran isn't my name either. So fucking tell me then. Just say who you are. You <laughs> will not speak to me like that again. Show some respect. I'm, s- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I will tell you because I have been looking forward to this for a very, very long time. My name is Warren Jones. Nolan Jones is my brother. We're family, Micah. So, you've had the weekend to mull it over. What do you think? I think you're fucking insane. did you say? Al! Try that again. I said I think you're fucking insane. You're an inch away from my face. You couldn't hear me? We're not family. My dad didn't have a brother. Nolan Michael Jones, born March 10th, 1960, to Bettina and Robert Jones. Your full name is Micah Severina Velez Jones. Your parents chose your names to reflect both of them. Your first name, Micah, is a nod to Nolan's middle name, and Severina is... My, my, my last name. It doesn't matter. You could have found that any number of ways from searching the internet. Could I? Okay, then. Nolan had a scar on his left eyebrow cutting right through the middle. Do you know how he got it? No? Probably because he wasn't around long enough for you to notice and ask. I gave him that scar. We went camping a lot when we were kids. One time we were playing in the woods. I was hiding behind a tree, and he was looking for me. I saw him running towards where I was, and I wanted to scare him. As he got close, I picked up a branch and swung. Split his eye open. It was a bloody mess. (laughs) It looked worse than it was, but our parents were upset. Nolan, perfect fucking Nolan, didn't tell them I'd done it. He said he'd run headlong into a tree, just a clumsy mistake. Another story. You need help. Let me go. You'll go one way or another, but it won't be today. I have to go. We'll continue this when I'm back. Until then, do try and remember your father's face. Picture it in your mind, if you can. The look on your face is too revealing, Micah. You're so fucking fragile. When is the last time you even looked at a photo of him for longer than a second? I know you buried all your photos in the back of a closet. You don't have any pictures of him in your apartment. You didn't have any in your childhood bedroom. Yep, I've seen that too. Don't look so surprised. Your mom pressed you to reconsider, but no, you wouldn't. You locked everything away. You and I are more alike than you think. We're nothing alike. You should know I've been watching you for a very long time. I visited you while you slept. I watched you play at recess. I watched you hang out with your friend Amy in her room or in yours. I watched you hike alone. I watched you drive your first car and graduate from high school. And I watched your mother cry as you drove away to college. She was an interesting subject, too. You've always thought you were so different from her. But you both bury your grief 
in work or school or some meaningless task that keeps your mind and hands busy. What a difference it would have made if you ever spoke to each other. But nope. Poor Micah, solitary in her grief, determined to shut everyone and everything else out. So fucking dramatic. And so unaware. It wasn't like I hid, you know? We've even said hello to each other on the street. You'd remember if you stopped thinking about yourself for one fucking minute. But that just isn't your way, is it? So do your best. Try to remember him clearly. Think of his face and then put mine next to it. Hold that image in your mind until the next time we speak. Here. Maybe this will help. Clean yourself up. You look disgusting. There's a tiny mirror in there. Look at your own face. You'll start to see. I'm sure of it. Why are you doing this? Good evening to you, too. How's your head? Why are you doing this? Do you see it now? The similarities between Nolan and I? Between us? It's not possible. Why not? Go ahead. Give your best reason. You're not old enough. You're what? Mid-40s at most? Even then, you look younger, closer to my age. You could have never been kids at the same time. If my dad were here today, he'd be... 63. Now we're getting to the heart of it. I was born July 29th, 1962. I'm 61 years old this summer. I can see you trying to work it out. You have that furrowed brow. When you're deep in thought, you've made that face since you were very young. You know, Nolan did that too, actually. It's where you got it. I watched you two together so many times. I was there when the two of you met that dog you sobbed about in your first episode of the podcast. I watched you mimic him. His facial expressions, his mannerisms. Such a tiny little copycat you were. So enamored. A daddy's girl. Aw. I struck a nerve, I see. This would drag on forever if I left it up to you. So, let's speed things up. You really should know everything before the time comes. And we're just a few days out now. I think it's only fair you understand. But, humor me for just a little bit longer. I want to see the look on your face as I tell you this next part. Elliot's friend Kieran? (laughs) Sorry, it's still funny to me. Kieran said he was taking over the family business, didn't he? Yes, he said he'd they'd manufacture liqueur. Do you remember what it was called? I can tell by your face that you do. The Elixir of Life. What do you make of that, Micah? 
I think you're out of your mind. Am I? You said yourself that I don't look like I could be 60 years old. Because you aren't. This is some delusion or fantasy you've had for a long time. You've convinced yourself it's true, and you've convinced yourself that I have something to do with it. You need help. I'm starting to get a little frustrated with you, Micah. If you understood my plans, I think you'd be a little less mouthy and a lot more afraid. You should definitely be more afraid. But then again, Nolan wasn't afraid. And look what happened to him. Stop it. March 30th. It's not long now, just a little under a week, hmm? I only came by to see if you'd changed your mind. And here you are, still refusing to believe what's right in front of your face, and I'm bored. It's my fault for grabbing you so far ahead of... I didn't account for having to talk to you for over two weeks. Seems like you fuck up a lot. Watch your fucking mouth. Fine. I'll bite. Tell me all about my dad. If you are his brother by some fucking magical intervention, then you should know a lot more about him than his birthday and how he got a scar in his face. Google exists, and you seem to be great at making up stories. I'm not going to believe you until you fucking prove it. I don't need to prove anything to you. Oh, no? Then I'm just going to assume that you're some sick person who has an obsession with my family. <sighs> Fine. What do you want to know? This is your show. I listened to the very first episode of your podcast many times, Micah. That one of you in your father's shed going through his things, crying over him. You said this whole town loved my dad. I listened to you say that line over and over because you weren't wrong. Everyone did love Nolan, except me. Nolan's ability to take up all the space in the room started very early on, you know? Everyone fawned over him. Our parents, their friends, especially people from the 10th- The what? All right. I thought you were clever enough to put it together by now. Seeing as though Amy's brother couldn't keep his mouth shut, it's all the same thing, you know? What his family is a part of, what I belong to, what the Joneses belong to. The Perrys and the Joneses are what you'd call legacy families. My dad would never- Yeah, yeah, your dad would never. You're not technically wrong. He wasn't a part of it, but he did know something about it. Just like Brendan. He was brought to the ceremony. The seething. Look at you, remembering some of our secrets. Yes, the seething. Your father went through it. He wouldn't. He, he wouldn't. He did. Except he declined his invitation. So fucking noble. Anyway, Nolan, the golden boy, our parents fawned over him to no end. They recognized his unique abilities early on. And they were desperate for him to become... For him to lead. Unique abilities? What does that even mean? You've said it. Nolan made an impression on everyone he met. He could calm them, make them trust him. Our parents saw that as a tool. Saw it as something useful to the Order. They couldn't wait until he came of age to endure the seething. But me, You're well... You're telling me that you did all this because you think your parents played favorites? They did. They treated me like the spare. A lot of good it did them. 
Am I about to hear your villain origin story? Jesus fucking Christ. We're not in a movie, Ben. None of this is real. My name isn't fucking Ben. I'll cut to the chase. Legacy families of the Order have a choice. They can bring their children into the fold early on, or they can wait for the proper times as per tradition. Our parents chose to wait. Men are initiated at 20, women at 40. Surprised at the age difference? Of course men know earlier. It's typically us who occupy higher ranks. Women find out later so they have less of an opportunity to decline. When they find out every aspect of their life has been influenced by us and will disappear if they opt out, what do you think they do? Once Nolan came of age, he was brought in for the seething, just as Brendan was. Except, he refused right on the spot. And it devastated our parents. And you said yes. Of course I did. Except there is a small catch. I already knew about the order. I found out by accident several years earlier because of my father's carelessness. But it was to my benefit, because I got my hands on the elixir far earlier than most do. I've been secretly taking drafts of it since I was 14. And this is your explanation for looking younger than 60? You expect me to believe you drank a magic potion that stopped you aging? I never said it stopped my aging. It did slow it, though, so yes, I do. You really need help. Please let me go, and I will do whatever I can to find you Watch help. Watch it. I need you alive for a few more days, but you don't need to speak for what I have planned. Nolan wasn't the first to endure the seething and to decline. The Order has a protocol, except our parents couldn't bring themselves to go through with it. We have a way to make people forget. You're familiar with that, aren't you? A certain drink that sparked a memory? The elixir of life has many uses. Some for longer life, some for other reasons. It all comes down to the recipe. And the Joneses have been the caretakers and alchemists of those recipes for a very, very long time. Nolan was supposed to receive a draft that would erase his memory of the entire ceremony, but my mother wouldn't allow it. She truly believed he'd change his mind someday and swore him to secrecy. Go ahead, you can ask. I can see you trying to work something out. If he knew about this order... And how dangerous it is. Why would he agree to keep it a secret? Because you aren't told the details of what we do that early on. Come on now. Brendan said as much. Brendan didn't know anything at all. Still doesn't. It was the same for Nolan. Nolan assumed our parents were batty and walked away from all of us. Never looked back either. That's what destroyed my parents. So when my time came, I thought they'd be ecstatic that I was so willing to join. But no. Everything stayed exactly the same. I was tossed aside because I wasn't him. The elders conspired with my parents to find a way to lure him back instead of focusing on what I could give them. So, I took matters into my own hands. What did you do? Do I really need to spell it out for you, Micah? It was me who ran him off the road that night. I killed him. 
or rather, I made it look like an accident. It was a good plan. The one thing I wasn't betting on was, was you being there. You left so abruptly the other day, you never said why you did it. Why I did what? Why you went after my dad. I thought about it. It doesn't add up. He was out. He didn't want any part of what you and your parents were into. Why did you have to attack him? Why couldn't you just leave us be? Because he had something that was mine. Mine by blood. He stepped away, and it naturally should have been passed to me. What should have been passed to you? It doesn't matter now. I'll have it soon enough. What should have been passed to you? Tell me. Make it make sense. There was more than one reason the Order wanted your father. It wasn't just because he could use his charm, influence to aid them in their objectives, though that was part of it. They saw a future for him, a way to use that uncanny ability to convince people he was trustworthy to further their agenda. But that wasn't all. They found something out about him, something that would prove to be invaluable beyond anything else they've ever experienced, and only he had it. You didn't know that when you killed him, did you? <laughs> you thought taking him completely out of the picture would make them see you. But instead, you ruined their plans. So what is this? Atonement? I don't have anything, Ben. I told you that isn't I don't my have anything you want. When you took my dad, you took everything from me. So if you think that there is something that I can do for you, there isn't. That's where you're wrong. But I don't have time right now. I'll be back. I have a few things to take care of. What the fuck do you think you're doing? I knew I heard it before. Brendan. That's my fucking tattoo. Give your life of spirit and blood. See gold. Return to earth. Kill what remains. What, what, what is happening? I... I think he's gonna kill her. What the fuck? Why would he take her? For what other reason? What do we do? If your hunch is right, then... We're running out of time. Like, Well, we can't call the cops. They won't think this is anything. They'll think we're crazy. I'm calling Johnny in. What can he do? 
I don't know, but he's the only other person, you know, besides us that has any idea what's really going on. I, I don't know. Who else are we going to tell? You're right. Call him. On it. Amy? What's wrong? How did you- I don't know. I, I had a feeling. What's going on? We got a text from Micah, we think. What do you mean you think? We aren't 100% sure. The texts are full of typos, almost like she can't type correctly for some reason. They're- well, what do they say? There are a few. They say Piner, Ba, and, and man- Mansioin. We don't know what the first one means, but we think the second word is mansion. And then there's K. Jill and H.R.L.P. They look like kill and help. And then we have another one we think says hurry. Yeah, um, the last text says a name that we think we recognize. It's this guy, Ben, who reached out to Micah a while back. The guy who responded to Micah's call for stories or something? Yes. I met with him at our coffee shop, Mystic. He gave me a weird vibe, but that's the thing. He's been pretending to be someone else for a long time. He became friends with Elia, and none of us realized he was the same person because we were never all together when he was around. What? How do you know it's the same person? We just confirmed it from a picture Elia had. This is bad, John. We don't know what to do or where to go. And if these texts are really from Micah, I'm fucking scared. We all are. He he might hurt her. Um, okay. Take a beat. Uh, tell me what they say again. I'm going to tell you what I think they say. Piner, ba, mansion, kill, help, hurry, Ben. Piner, ba, mansion. Pine or Pine. Uh, do, do, do you think that means Pine Barrens? Oh my god, yeah, it, it could be. Dude, it has to be. Mansion, fine. Pine Barrens, okay. Uh, shit, I, I think I... I think I might know where she is. I, I'm going there, now. Wait, where, where? Where are you going? There's a mansion in the Pine Barrens. But if she's saying to hurry, then we can't waste any time. I'm going right now. What are we supposed to do? Get in the car. Get the hell down here. Now. Drive to my house. When you get close, call. I'll try to keep you updated. No, tell us where you're going. It could be dangerous. You, you can't go alone. Look up Batstow Village. B-A-T-S-T-O. It's a ghost town. There's an abandoned mansion. That's where I think she is. I'm the closest I can get there the fastest. Get here as fast as you can. I'm leaving right now. All right, but be careful. We we don't know what this guy's capable of. And what are you going to do if you find her? Or him? This could be really bad, John. No time to think about it. I'm going. Call me when you get close. But John... <sighs> he hung up. We don't even know if she's there. Okay, but we have to try, right? I'm sick of waiting around. I'm, I'm going. We all are. I'm driving. Your car's too small for all of us. Uh, we can take mine, but you can drive. Fine. Everyone, just get your stuff together. Give me the keys. I'll clear out the back seat. going to try and find Micah. That's what we're doing. But, Amy... Uh, Elia, uh, I, 
broken up, but we have to go. If she managed to get his phone and away from him, that could mean... No, I know, I know. We have to stop him from doing whatever he's going to do. I know, it's just, what if we don't get there in time and... No, that's not going to happen. We're not losing anywhere else. Especially her. I can hear you, you know, crying. I wish you'd stop. It's not going to do you any good. Are you in pain? It's your fault that you're in such a state. I told you I wouldn't hurt you if you cooperated, but you had to fight back, and now your arm is broken. You should have stayed in the fucking chair. You came pretty close to getting away, didn't you? Not close enough, though. It's a good thing I came back to grab my bag. In my hurry to leave, you moved quick. I'll give you that. It wouldn't have mattered. You don't even know where you are. Is that funny? Your father didn't laugh when I... We've been waiting for quite a while, haven't we? I suppose I could have chosen a different time to bring you here. Maybe waited a little longer, waited for a moment closer to when I truly needed you. But all this waiting has given us a chance to truly get to know each other, hasn't it? I mean, now I know for sure what I've always expected. No one will even miss you. Not after the initial shock fades, anyway. That's all you're doing, you know, right? It's only me that cares about you. But that's because you have something I need. That should have been mine. I don't have anything! In a way, you're right. You don't have anything. You don't talk to your mom. You barely have friends. You spend all your time alone, sulking. It's pathetic. There is absolutely nothing special about you. That's what I mean. Sure, they'll be sad, but then they'll forget. Everything special about you died with your father. You know that, right? It would be better if the Order agreed with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Order has been keeping tabs on you, too. Did I not mention that? They seem to think... Uh, never mind. That all changes very soon. Just a few more hours now. <laughs> you know, I was considering a more poetic moment for this. I was going to wait until November. November 5th, actually. 30 years to the day. But unfortunately, certain aspects need to be in alignment. And they didn't work. Plus... You accelerated the timeline yourself by airing Mark's tapes. Now, the order will come after me. They've suspected me for a while. Catherine tried to keep a close eye on me, but I handled that. They know about the tapes, so they'll be looking for me. But you are my failsafe. Once I've sorted things out with you, I'll be untouchable. For the same reason he was. I don't have anything. Let me go! Please! You'll be going soon enough. Turn here. Where are we going? John's house. Why? I don't know. He said to head to his house and he'd call us with more details. Okay, but he's not there. Someone call him. Already am. Hello? John, it's Elia. Are, are you okay? Yes, yes, I'm fine. Did you find anything yet? No, I... I don't know. I'm, I'm here at Batstow Village. I've been looking around here for a couple hours. 
I checked the mansion, but I don't see a way in. Everything's locked up pretty tight. I looked for a place I could break into, but there wasn't anything. Or anyone. No lights or anywhere. No sounds aside from a few deer running by. I tried the old post office and the blacksmith's too, but it's all dead. I even stopped at the visitor center before I drove in, just in case someone was on duty, but no one's working. It's really late. Where are you now, John? Is there anywhere else you could look? There are plenty of old buildings out here. But it's really dark, and some of these places are deep in the trees. Do you have a flashlight? Sure, of course, but I'm, I'm also trying to stay hidden in case this guy is, you, you know. Right, right. What, what is it? Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm. It's just that I think. Okay, yes, there's this a car here. A new one. And, and fresh tire tracks in the mud. This thing hasn't been sitting here very long. John, please be careful. Oh my. Okay, the, the, the hood is still warm. This person must have gotten here just before me, but. But what? There are footsteps leading up to a mound in the earth. It looks like a pile of sticks and leaves, but I think it might... You you think it might what? Shh. I hear voices. It's not a pile. It's a, it's a bunker. Someone's down there. Come to Batstow Village. Call for help. Look for my truck, but do not go looking for me. Tell them there's a car parked in the woods off Route 542 on Pleasant Mills Road. It's about half a mile from the main intersection in the village. Follow the footsteps heading away from the car. I'll leave the bunker door open. Tell them to hurry. I don't know what I'm going to find there. I gotta go. John, please I'm don't. Going. Stop crying. It won't do you any good. Shut the fuck up! What? What are you... Oh my god, it... John! John, are you help me? Please Micah, help me! Don't speak to her. Okay, okay, I won't. Just don't hurt her, please. You're... Nolan's, you're... Uh, your, your name is... Warren? <laughs> right, right. You're Nolan's younger brother. I saw a photo of you once. I don't think I was meant to. It was of the two of you as teenagers. But it couldn't be you because you aren't... Yeah, I don't look old enough. <laughs> You're right, I don't. But I don't have time for this. Uh, I don't particularly enjoy needless death. So I'm giving you one chance to turn around and walk the fuck out of here. I won't do that. Suit yourself. You'll have to watch her die then. Why are you doing this? Where have you been all this time? How could Those you- are stories I've got no interest in retelling, John. <laughs> yes, I know who you are. John Buckley, I know all about you. Sad, sad John Buckley who nearly drank himself to an early grave because he blamed himself for his best friend's death. You, you don't you don't have to hurt her. I'm, I'm not sure why you've convinced yourself that you need to do whatever you're doing, but you still have a chance to stop. That's Micah. 
Nolan's daughter. She's related to you. You can stop now and we can sort this out. You must be watching too many movies. Did you think you were going to come in here and talk me down? Convince me to change my mind because somewhere deep down I don't have the heart to go through with it? Give me a fucking break, old man. Leave now or I'll just add you to the fucking pile. Finally, it's time. Don't! Vita tua de spiritus et sanguinem. Vide arum ad teram osidere kid mane. Osidere kid mane. Osidere kid mane. What the fuck? Oh my god, what did you do? I didn't I didn't do anything. I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. He just I, I don't know. We have we have to get out of here. What happened? Help is coming. We we have to get you out of here. Is is that his stuff? Do you know? Or did he have you blindfolded the whole time? No, he did it. Yeah, I I I think that I think that's all his. Grab the notebooks. Put them in here. Let's go. Let's go. Five minutes. A transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.